0: Get ready to break molds and blaze trails. Welcome to the Chelsea Home Podcast, your shortcut to wellness, yeah. business, and growth. With a yeah. twist, let's flip the script and unlock your full potential together. You can't control much in life except what you focus on and how you act and react. Last week, we talked about your circle, your environment, and how Everything that you're surrounding yourself with and what you're putting into your mind is going to shape the direction of your life. So, this week, it's so interesting. I was just on Instagram and I was watching one of my favorite motivational coaches, Boss Lee, and she is talking about this reframe. (laughs) She's talking about how, you know, we can't control what happens to us, around us, all of those things. Honestly, we can't even control the thoughts that go through our head, but what we can control is the reframe. How? What are we going to do with those thoughts? You know. And she went into, um, you know, just making sure that her mind is always saturated in motivational speeches, different things that are encouraging to her, so that when those negative thoughts would come into her mind, she would easily be able to reframe it into, you know, or just pushing that thought off, those kinds of things, right? And making her brain work for her. Um, and so it, it really, that's what we're to, talking about this week is just that focus in that reframe. And that's where the power comes from. It's not like having some super brain that avoids all negative thought or bad thought. I mean, if you're a mom, you know, you've had some crazy thoughts enter your mind <laughs> And it's like, where did that come from? What makes us not crazy as moms is we don't act on those thoughts, right? And so I'm just saying that to say, to make the point of we can't control the thoughts that come into our head, but we can control whether we dwell on them, whether we go down that rabbit hole, I like to call it, Um, you know, I, I always give advice to other wives that, You know, when it comes to our marriages, so much of our marriage happens in our head as women, and, you know, we can choose to entertain those negative thoughts about our spouse or, you know, and go down the rabbit hole, or we can say, nope, not going to dwell on that. I am going to reframe it. I love my husband. I, you know, I love this about him. I love when he does this, um... You know, I fell in love with him because of this, whatever it may be. Because if you've ever seen like a cross-section of like a rabbit's den and rabbit holes, there's just like trails everywhere and it's all crazy. and, um, And that's what happens when you go down the rabbit hole of entertaining these negative thoughts. We can't stop them from coming into our brains, but we can redirect and reframe. So today I want to move through five different points about... How can we do this reframe in our brain? Okay, because those negative thoughts are going to come. But what are we going to do with them? So the first one is positive focus. So this ties into last week what we talked about of, you know, our environment, our, the people that we're surrounding ourselves with, the different media or information that we're consuming, the entertainment we're consuming. Um, are we choosing to have a positive focus in our life Or are we surrounding ourselves with an environment and people and information that make it much easier to be negative? I mean, we live in the real world, you know, and things are bad, you know. But if all we focus on is the bad and everything that's going on, like, it really brings us down in our mindset. And I just had a conversation with my daughter the other day about this. This exact thing of, you know, she was looking at the world and she was saying, oh my goodness, like, is the world really this bad? What's it going to be like when I am an adult and I have my own kids? And I just, I looked at her and said, you know, we can't control our world, right? Like, we can't control the things that are happening around us. But what we can control is how we respond to it, how we proactively shape our thoughts when they enter our mind. That is what we do have complete control over. I always, I've said this in previous episodes and I say this to my kids all the time, is that the only thing that we have absolute control over is how we act and react (laughs) to different situations in our life. Um, Nobody can do that for us. Nobody forces us to react a certain way. Nobody forces us to have a certain perspective. That's all from us. (laughs) Um, So the first thing again is just to have a positive focus. You know, looking at the world through a lens of positivity, of how can I show up and bring the good to this world, no matter what chaos is going on around me. I may not be able to impact on, you know, a massive global scale, but how can I impact where I am, where God has me in my environment with the people around me in the calling that he has put on my life? So the second one is the clarity of the bluff. Okay, a bluff is just bottom line up front. It's uh, it's something that I learned from my husband in military talk, and I love to say it because it's just fun. <laughs> because when I think of bluff, I think of a lie, which is funny because if you're telling a lie, you're not telling the bottom line up front. So anyway, it just, in my head, it's very humorous. Probably not to you, but it is to me. <laughs> so the second thing is the clarity of your bottom line up front. So when you're thinking of like your marriage, um, one thing that Zach and I always do or we have started doing I should say we haven't always done it. There were some really, really hard years um in our marriage, but now we are at this point where we look at each other as and we say, like we are on the same team and we both want an exceptional marriage. We are not trying to hurt each other in our words or our actions. Um and that is what we always come back to: is we are on the same team, we want the same things, um, and so it helps you. It helps us to form our perspective and to reframe our thoughts. That you know when. We're not acting or reacting the way that we think the other one should. It's really easy to hone in on those negative thoughts and just let them ruminate in us. And just, you know, you feel that anger like rising, you know, going down those rabbit holes of, oh, I can't believe he did this or he said this or. But if we reframe and bring it back to that bottom line up front of we're on the same team, we want we both want an exceptional marriage. It helps us to bring on that reframe in our thoughts and every thoughts and to filter every th- thought through that bottom line up front. And we can apply that to any area of our life. You know, I, I see so much on social media of, you know, moms using humor um, to really just hate on their lives as moms and having kids that drive them crazy and an inconvenience Um or as wives, you know, beating up on their husbands in, you know, a verbal sense of like they're an idiot and all of these and it's just, you know, it doesn't it doesn't put our focus in the right direction. So, we can use this for our kids too. We can use this for our work. We can use this in so many different realms of what is the bottom line up front? What what is the the shared goal that we have what or what is, you know, what is the direction that I'm going in and knowing that and helping that to be the trigger for our reframe so that we don't sit in the negative and let it eat at us, you know, so that we are able to pivot and to keep going in the direction that we want to go. So the third one is snap out of it. So I kind of just mentioned this, but we tend to get into these ruts of just negativity just turning over into our minds, and <laughs> it can really do some serious damage if we don't learn to snap out of it. Um, it's taking on this victim mentality of, you know, life is happening to me. I can't control anything. I'm just, I'm just a victim of everything bad that's happening in my life, and there's nothing I can do about it. But instead, focusing on this life isn't happening to you or for you. It's happening, and you decide how to react and how to react. I much more prefer, no, I'm going to save that to the end. I much more prefer a proactive stance, but we're going to save that for the last point because I think that that's the best. Um, so learning how to snap out of it. Learning how to recognize when these negative thoughts come into our mind, Um you know, that we can't control them coming into our mind, okay, we've already said that a million times, we can't control the negative thoughts that come into our mind, but what we can do is learn to recognize them, and recognize them quickly, so that we can snap out of it, because we've got that bottom line up front, we understand the direction that we want to go, you know, we are working to have a positive focus, so no matter what negative thought comes into our mind, we can recognize it quickly, Because we're aware of the clarity of the direction that we really want to go, right? If we don't know which way we're going, it's really hard to get there because we don't have an actual place we're going, right? Um, So it starts with that clarity, which I talked about in the last point is clarity, 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 clarity. What is the direction of the life that we want to go? Because we know our our lives are going to move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And if those are ultimately negative, well, then we can't sit back and expect something positive if we're focused on this negative. So we need to have this ability to be able to snap out of it. That comes from clarity. That comes from an awareness. That comes from us actively pursuing a positive focus. Um, and being able to recognize it quickly. Again, that quote. This is my favorite thing I love to say to my kids and myself. Life isn't happening to you or for you. I know a lot of people say life is happening for you. It's not. Life is just happening. (laughs) And you get to decide how you act or react, right? Like, God has a plan. He's set it in motion. But we live in a sinful world, so things don't always go according to plan, right? Now God can take things that were meant for evil and turn them into good, but so much of that comes down to we as humans have a free will and we get to decide how to act and how to react to any given situation. Um, So the next one is the reframe. Point four, reframe. This is the sauce right here. Um, If you have not taken time to learn how to do the reframe, you are going to struggle because we're going to continually have these negative thoughts coming into our brain. We are going to get stuck in them because there, there's nowhere to go. You either get stuck in them or you reframe them. There, there's not, you know, it's it's kind of like when, when people talk about dieting and willpower. There's no such thing as willpower. I'm sorry. Like, there's just not. <laughs> um, there is setting yourself up to be able to more easily make good decisions that fuel your goals or, There is not having a plan, not accounting for any obstacles that are going to come along, and just going with the flow, and the flow is always going to go in the direction that is most common. So if you most commonly go down the rabbit hole of negative thoughts and sit in them and marinate in them like it's your own little personal hot tub of negativity, (laughs) you are going to keep doing that as a natural default. What we're doing with the reframe is we're changing the default path. We're recognizing the negative thought that comes in. We understand that that does not take me in the direction that I want to go. So I am going to take that thought and I am going to reframe it. So think of it this way. If you're building a house, what gets built first? It's the foundation. The foundation is always built first. And this is so interesting. If you've ever watched a big building going up, it seems like nothing is happening forever. And then all of a sudden one day the building's just like there and you're like, wow, what what? Like, it's because taking the, the building the foundation takes the most time. And if you don't have a solid foundation, how can you put walls up without having a solid foundation? Your house is gonna fall down, right? Or it's it's going to have a very short life. Well, you can think of the reframe that way as Building that foundation of, you know, what do you do with those negative thoughts when they come in? You know, and it's a practice. It's not something that you ever arrive at. Does it get easier? Yes, because you have, you, you practice it so much that you can more, excuse me, more easily recognize these negative thoughts that are coming in, right? And you could immediately reframe them. Um, And so, and it's it's the same like that. So if you are trying to willpower your way through of like think positive, think positive, think positive, and you're being bombarded with all these negative thoughts, that's like trying to build a house without building the foundation first, putting up those walls without building that foundation. It's just not gonna last very long and it's not gonna help you over the long haul of building something solid. So the art, (laughs) the practice, I should say, of reframing a thought is going to be your superpower. (laughs) Um, Not willpower. It comes from practicing it, building that solid foundation of awareness, recognizing, and being able to reframe it. So how do you actually reframe something? Well, you take... A negative thought that's come into your brain. So, if you spend any time with awareness in your brain of your thoughts, of what's coming in, you will start to notice some patterns. Um, we've talked about this in past episodes of your inner critic who tends to bring out these same big things. So, for me, it was this idea of I'm too much, I'm too passionate, I am too transparent, I wear my heart on my sleeve, I'm gonna get hurt, those kinds of things. Um, now, I have noticed over the years, it's this, this term of not enough. Like, what you're doing is not enough, you're just not enough, those kinds of things. And so, just having an awareness of those patterns, I'm much more easily able to recognize these negative thoughts coming in. As soon as I hear my brain saying, you're not enough. What you did there, not enough. I'm immediately able to say, yep, ha <laughs> So, I'm going to reframe that. I'm going to take that negative thought, that lie, and I'm going to turn it into A truth. Now you can do this in whatever way works best for you. Personally, because I'm a believer, I like to reframe a scripture. So I will pull out a Bible verse and so I will counteract that you are not enough with, (laughs) you know, God's word of you are a child of God. You were knit in your mother's womb. You know, there was a plan set on your life. Like, all these things. Okay, that's not word-for-word scripture, but that's how my brain works. It it takes (laughs) concepts and ideas and puts it into my own words. Um, But you can also do this in, you know, so say you have a thought that comes into your brain of... One of the best things you can do for your health is to make sure that your body is getting optimal nutrients that it can use in the right place, at the right time, in the right amounts, so that you can expand your energy, increase your capacity, and be able to show up as the best version of yourself in your life, in your business, and for the ones you love most. Best of all, it's sustainable, and it's something that's not just going to impact today, but is going to give you the lifestyle and habits that you truly want over time, my friend. Go check out Ready, Set, Wellness in the show notes. Um, I didn't, I didn't do a good job, or I never, I never do a good job. I could have done better, something like that. Well, you can say... You can make up your own thing and say, you know, I am always learning and I am always getting better, you know, or maybe you have a thought like, I'm no good with money. Maybe your reframe is, I am always learning. I have different practices in place that help me to be a better steward of the gifts that God's given me. And money in the hands of God's people is always a good thing (laughs) because we can do much more good in the world, right? Um, So just different things like that. Like, it has to be personal for you. It's not, um, you know, it's not like, I suck at money, and then your reframe is, I'm a millionaire. Well, that's that's not true. It's something, it's believable because it's, it's the truth, right? Like, it's not some affirmation where you're, like, trying to manifest something out of thin air, which, again, if you've listened to me long enough, I don't believe in manifestation. I believe in clear vision with lots and lots of detail because it gives you something to focus on and to know what you're looking for, and our brains love to find ways to validate the things that we're looking for, right? Blue car, buy a blue car, look around the room, looking for a color, those kinds of things. Um, And so our brains love to make happen what we've already told it um, is real, but it can't be so far-fetched that our brains are like, "Uh, yeah, right, like, (laughs) no way, right? Um, And so a reframe has to have, it has to have that truth in it, that truth that you know is what's actual, right? So it's not true that I'm not enough. I am more than enough. Like being able to recognize it and reframe it, um, and keep practicing that. So let's get to the last one. Like I said, this is one of my favorites. So number five is this proactive versus reactive. If you have kids, you know how easily it is to be very reactive, right? Like I literally, like probably five minutes ago, Had to turn off my video and my recording because one of the kids spilled a drink in the living room, which they weren't even supposed to have in the first place. And yep, I was totally reactive. Like, this is a practice as a parent, which I think is probably one of the hardest things to master, is being proactive versus reactive. Um, It's really easy to have an outburst emotionally and just pure reaction, rather than having a stance of, you know, these things are are probably, are are going to happen, right, or or even just, not even that, because we don't want to, we don't want to focus our life on, like, negative things are going to happen, we want to focus our life on things are happening, what is my natural, like, not natural, we don't say because natural is not usually a good response, but what is my according to my character, my integrity, what is my desired response in those situations? So say, for instance, you know, your kids spill their milk. If you are thinking solely about that mess, it's going to be really easy to react. But if you have spent time thinking about how your children are a gift from the Lord, we are here to train and instruct them um, in the way that they should go, Um, you know, their souls are of utmost importance. (laughs) That's going to make us have a different stance in that time. It's going to give us some self-control to be able to not freak out, right? It's just milk. It's going to give us some perspective that I care about my child's heart. They made mistakes. It's going to make me proactively think about lessons in those moments. And I will say, We all have those moments where we totally react, right? And we have an outburst. It also gives a great opportunity to come back to your kids and apologize um, and ask for their forgiveness, which I think is one of the most powerful tools as parents is humility and an ability to recognize when we made a mistake or we did something wrong or we sinned and to come to them and say, listen, I'm not perfect. I mess up too. Like, but... But we're a child of God, so this is what we do in these situations, right? Like, we admit it, we own it, and we ask forgiveness. Um, And so having this proactive stance versus reactive stance in our life, I mean, you know it. You know people. You could probably think of someone right now off the top of your head who is super reactive, right? Who life is always happening to them. You know that when anything bad in their life happens, they are going to be so quick to say, oh, this always happens to me. Oh, these things are always happening. Why do bad things always happen to me? Oh my gosh, I should have known, like, this always happens to me, right? Like, you know somebody like that. We all know somebody like that, right? I hope that's not you. (laughs) And if it is, there is hope for you. You can start to implement all of these things that I'm talking about today and do your own reframes. (laughs) Um, But you also know people hopefully, and this is the kind of person that you and I are trying to be and to grow into every day, is the proactive person who is, you know, who understands life is happening and it's up to me and my control how I'm going to react, how I'm going to view it, what perspective I'm going to take. Um, and I think one thing to remember here, too, is, you know, while I'm a naturally more positive person, I am extremely optimistic. Um it's not just this, I hate the term toxic positivity because, well, I don't like it because I'm a naturally positive person, but, <laughs> so that's just personal. Um, but I don't like it in the sense that it's about perspective, right? And so if we choose to have a positive perspective, we are always looking for the good in any given situation. Now, does it mean that in some situations there? Is no good. I personally don't believe that. I do believe that based on our perspective, we can find something positive. Maybe it's not a positive that directly comes from that negative thing that's happening, right? Because again, God doesn't, you know, those things are not according to his plan, but he can turn around and make them into good. You know, it's the parents who have a terrible tragedy in their life who are able to turn around and glorify God in those moments because their hope is in the Lord, right? It's not because, you know, well, thank goodness that, you know, it's like, oh, I cut off my left leg. Well, thank goodness you still got your right leg, right? (laughs) Like, that, I feel like that would probably lean into the toxic positivity camp, but if there is such a thing. But it's more so of God is still good no matter what's happening, um, and being able to frame your life from that perspective. And that helps you to have a proactive stance in life. Um, and that helps you to filter your negative thoughts through that of we can't control them, we can't control things in our life, but we can 100% control how we act and how we react. Acting is more proactive where reacting is obviously triggered by things that are happening around us. And if we don't know the kind of person that we want to be, if we're not surrounding ourselves with the kind of people that we aspire to be like, if we're not filling our minds with the things that are going to help us go into those directions, it's gonna be a lot harder on us. It's it's like putting blinders on where, you know, we can't see anything around us. All we're doing is, you know, being bombarded by all these things going on, all these things in our head, in our world, in relationships, and it's it's like we're we're drowning and yet trying to be an Olympic swimmer without actually knowing how to swim. So that is the point of this podcast today. This episode is helping you to shift your focus and also to have the tools to reframe the negative thoughts coming into your mind that you can't control. They come in, but you do get to control what you do with them, whether you ruminate in them and sit there or you immediately reframe and take a proactive stance in your life. So, February is wrapping up. This is the last episode on mental wellness, mostly focused on mindset. Next month, we're going to be talking about physical wellness, and I'm really excited because it's, it's one of my favorite topics. Um, I just made a reel um, yesterday about, you know, we only have one body. We have one physical body on this side of heaven, and it is is up to us in how we take care of that body. You know, are we challenging it or are we not? Are we putting good things into it or are we not? I mean, so many different aspects and I'm really excited for us to get into that because everyone has a physical body. You have one, I have one, our kids have them, right? Everyone has a physical body. So it's something that we can all learn from and we can all grow in. So until next month, take care, my friends. Thanks for joining the Chelsea Home Podcast journey. If you've enjoyed challenging the norm and embracing growth with a twist, share the love. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, keep defying expectations and keep leaning into who God made you to be.